Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Weddings are a celebration of finding the perfect fit. And with Indochino, you can design a custom suit made to your measurements. Go to indochino.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off any order of $3.99 or more. What's up, everybody? This is Craig in Austin with Pillows and Beer, Episode 8. Somehow we are still alive after this insane project we just did in Vermont. I think it's going to be an absolute banger. We are here in New York City at the Mondrian on Craig. 30th and Park, and we are recording live. Okay. With sparkling red wine from one of our great new friends' countries, Italy, and the uh, room service girl. Just said that she loves the podcast, and now Austin and I are flying high. What's up, Austin? Craig, hell of an intro. I I, I love that. We are we are not live when you listen to this. That was wrong, but but we are. Damn, yeah, we're at thirtieth and Park on the eleventh floor. Come and find us. No, please don't. No, do. Yeah, on the wait the eleventh floor. Yes, we are on the eleventh floor. But I'll never tell you which room. Yeah, so uh, let's see. We're at the Mondrian, normally at the Royalton. So we kind of left our hotel to go and find a bar to, to to have a drink or two and some soup, as one does in the middle of the afternoon on a on a Tuesday. You know, big soup people. Austin's being converted into a big soup guy too. Now, I did have lobster, <laughs> lobster, lobster bricks, lobster, lobster bisque, bisque last night. Last night. Well, we went to some Sini restaurant. We yeah. didn't know it was Sini. I didn't know it, but apparently it's where famous people go. Okay. This is funny. Craig, what was the name of the restaurant? Piscals. Pisto- <laughs> it was Pista- Pistachios. Pistachios. It was called Pistis. Pistas. Pistas. Pastis. We went to Pastis, Pastis last night. Okay. We went to Pastis. And I had I just learned this new term, FOS. What's in that? Vermont. French onion soup. Uh, I don't know if I like it or I don't like it. But Jack and Hannah taught me that. Have, uh, have, have we? Jack and Hannah love them. God, we had so much fun with them. Our final night in Vermont, we uh, met up. <clears throat> we, okay, how do we even, yeah, so, the story. so uh, we met a mutual, we met a mutual friend. So Austin has followed this guy, Jack Matrani, old professional snowboarder for Burton, host of the you X know, Games. He currently is a professional snowboarder or, yeah, for Burton. Is a professional he's professional and his brother Luke uh, followed them for years. They're the friends group. F-R-E-N-D-S, because there's no I-N friends. There's no I-N friends. Which I've learned from Austin. And uh, his fiance was on our film crew for the project we were just working on. She's our babysitter on the mountain, and she's a total badass. She rips, Rips. obviously. So we went to dinner at Hen of the Woods in Burlington. Hen of the Wood. Hen of the Wood, Wood, which actually is a name of a mushroom. Yeah, well, oh, that's and had true. an absolute banger of a dinner. Oh my god, two so, nights ago. So, so basically, this woman Hannah <clears throat> was like, "I think you know my husband," and I was like, "Okay, 
okay. You know, what does that mean? Right. And uh, she was like, you know, Jack. I was like, Jack, Jack, Jack. She was like, Matrani. I was like, I do not know your husband, but I would love to, to be honest. Been a follower and fan for years. And uh, yeah, so we were able to have this awesome, awesome dinner. And uh, all we did was laugh and eat amazing food and drink a whole bunch of wines and play uh, catchphrase. We played catchphrase at the table. It was like a catchphrase. Drank dirty martinis, drank wine, and... We basically ordered a, in, in classic Pilsner fashion or Amaro. We 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 drank. Sorry, what? Yeah, whatever. We did an Amaro flight, which is basically like, what is it? Digestive. Yes, flight that Steve. doesn't include Jaeger, which I was yeah. pissed about. <laughs> but there's Fernets, and which tastes like wet soil to me, but I like it. Um, super bitter. So we basically ordered the entire menu, and then when they came to get mains from us we're like you know what is anyone in a hurry here we're like no we're like run it back run back every appetizer run back the oysters run back the cheese run, run back the mushroom toast the scallops and we ran it back and then we were hammered by the time the mains came and it was overall amazing experience yeah i wouldn't say hammered i would say that we were like delightfully toasty we, well, were we like, laughed the we entire were dinner exuberant as also as celebrating be. being done um I mean, we can't wait for you guys to see what we just did, but it's, it's, well, it was our last night in Vermont. Let's just it. say that it was our last night in Vermont. It was our last and, night in Vermont. Uh, flew to New York, which is probably the hairiest flight I've been on in maybe seven to eight years. It's like, you know, those flights where like you are flying and you're like, all right, I'm making peace with God right now. I am, uh, I'm like, maybe gonna text my mom but like you, you know your knuckles are white from gripping yeah. the and and, and you turn your phone back on just so when you hit the low enough altitude in case you're going down your text message will go through which sounds dramatic but i actually had to put my headphones in i turned them on as loud as i could possibly go and then just closed my eyes and it was as soon as the pilot took the plane off autopilot the entire sh- plane like I mean, we must have like shifted to the left by 50 yards or I, I mean, I don't know what it is, but the no, whole plane was like the people, if you weren't in your seatbelt, you were screwed. But yeah, it was shaky, scary. We were also hungover as shit. Um, but the pilots, the landing was actually awesome. It was a United flight. And <laughs> um, really giving them details. I was just staring United, at the flight attendant because I was like, he doesn't look worried yet. He doesn't. Look I was yet. too correct. He doesn't look correct. worried yet. The dude was literally reading a book. <laughs> He was reading a book, uh, like a self-help. I was like, stop, stop it, man. Like you literally have no fucks to give about yeah. this flight flopping around. I just, I, we started to get into a holding pattern because we were flying into Newark. And I was like, this is not the time to be in a holding pattern. Get us the hell down. I thought so too. I was like, I'm waiting for a damn duck to fly into this steel propeller. I was like, engine one down. We we're going into the Hudson. It was it was a lot because then I noticed that we were starting to rise again. And I was like, please don't tell me the landing gears I work. Oh, yeah. It just, it was a lot. So, so we're in a hotel in New York city. And let me just tell you, uh, I'm on the bed. Craig's in a chair. My bed is, is, uh, what do we call it? Queen. No, <laughs> no, it's a tie dye bed right now. Cause last night, obviously we went out with, with our board, we went with to our P- boy, Jordan. We went to pasties. 
Mr. Pesky with our new Italian stallion friend and uh, and uh, our buddy Jordan Andino, who owns a restaurant in the West Village called Flip Siggy. So we met up with him, his new location. And y'all are gonna be probably, you know, if y'all like cooking shows, y'all are gonna be, y'all should know him. Yeah, he's on all over the Food Network. He might be joining us. He's today. on Chop Junior. He should be joining us today. You've probably seen him on lives with us. He's the most infectious personality I've ever seen. Like, you know, sometimes I'm like, quit being so happy. He just did an HBO cooking show with Selena Gomez. Yeah, he did. Um, and he's got a new show coming out called Junior Chef Showdown on the Food Network April 25th. Anyway, he might be joining us today. If not, it's going to be next week. So we met him at his restaurant. Then we went to Pastis, mm-hmm. that Cini bar. And Austin had to get a, they brought him out a heater for his feet. That's right. Um and we had Dude, we're sitting dinner. outside in like 20 degree New York City weather. That's true. And so then we came back to Austin's room late nighted. I spilled red wine all over his bed. All over my bed. So it looks like a little tie-dye comforter. And you know what? That that's that it, it makes me laugh because mm-hmm. it's such a Craig move too. It's like Craig like I, his clothes are tie-dyed too because he, he doesn't really know how to washes clothes I don't that know. happened once and there's a really funny story that we won't be able to tell you for a few months um from last week but my bed is like splattered with red actually i'll tell you now it consisted of me getting ready for our photo shoot and mm-hmm. i had an amazing outfit that i thought laid out and it was white pants and a beige turtleneck sweater and i washed my clothes before the photo shoot with a new pair of blue AGs and I opened up the dryer and I was like, I look like a blueberry and all of my clothes were fucking bright blue. And thankfully, um, don't no, just leave it there. Yeah. Leave it thankfully, there. uh, we, other people in the house had, yeah, we had some, made some friends and they, they let me wear them, but laundry is a different, different day. So I actually really enjoy doing laundry. I hate, I hate it. I'm one of those people that like I throw it in and then I throw it in the dryer and then I leave my clothes in the dryer until I just kind of pick out clothes that I need from that dryer. <laughs> and I only tip my clothes out of the dryer when I do another load, you know? See, I lay them out over the back of my couch and then just leave, leave them there. Okay. So that's a pretty good download of, I guess, where we currently are. Yeah. Uh, and basically, what we currently we're brain done. dead from the last three weeks, but. Um, but but we see. do want to say that yes, the past two weeks has has been tough. So so when Craig and I first got to Vermont, we 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 were able to record uh, a lot of content because we were drinking, yeah, in our hotel room, and we were just like, you know, riffing. We we just had a lot of stuff. We just had a lot of stuff, and obviously talking to Spencer was so amazing. That feels like a year ago, but it was only what it was like three and a half weeks ago. Yeah, so three weeks ago. We want to thank you for hanging in there with us. We had a blast. Uh, we love getting your feedback. It sounds like you guys really liked the flying episode. We also got a really nice emotional email from a mom of a veteran. And uh, actually, I'm going to read that to you guys now because we have we're, we'll be back to our normal showtime starting next week. We've got new guests and stories um, coming soon. But uh, yeah, apparently we shouldn't be sorry about what we shed Apparently, we shouldn't be sorry about what we said on the plane, the, the plane episode. And I'm going to read you this message because I think it's important for what was it about again? It was about. So I had said on our episode, uh, Flying Ain't Hard, that I don't know whether it's obnoxious or not to thank 
um, military personnel in the airport because I want to thank them, but I don't know if it's cheesy or not. And so we got this message, not just the airport. I mean, Craig, you do it everywhere. Yeah, I do it everywhere everywhere that we go. Craig finds himself in a corner with some, you know, man of service, (laughs) which is, I mean, it's more woman. It's really funny to say, but it's always true. I'm like, Craig knows I'm a fanboy. I'm like, Craig, why do you always find yourself around three men? And he's like, well, this guy was special ops. This guy did this. And this guy did that. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty rad. And I'm like, and I didn't know. And they're not even, they didn't even tell me they're special forces, but I know they are. Cause why else would they be in Charleston at this time? Craig and Spencer are kind of one and the same. He's like, I know because he said alpha Delta force. And that means, you know, and I'm like, all right. So we got this really, really sweet email that I want to read to you guys. It says, Hey, Craig and Austin, my best friend is friends Okay. So, Hey, Craig and Austin. Um, she, she starts by talking about a uh, pillow party that I had had, uh, which isn't relevant here says I'm not into celebrities, but you guys were a delight. Um, so when I stumbled across your podcast, I decided to check it out. I listened to my first episode entitled flying ain't hard. And you mentioned wondering if you were being obnoxious by thanking servicemen and how you should do it as an army mom. This prompted a conversation with my son who got out of the army in December after serving one year in combat and being stationed for three and a half years in the middle. And his words were, don't ever stop. My son is shy and does not like attention. So boisterous fanfare is not his thing. However, he said every single person that has ever stopped him and thanked him was in the back of his mind when he was doing the things that his job required him to do. I just got chills again, reading this. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a really cool email, so I'm glad that you're reading it. It says, suicide amongst servicemen is an epidemic in this country with an average of 17 to 20 men and women a day falling victim to their battle with PTSD. You never know what that thank you for your service or I appreciate you and your sacrifice might mean to the soldiers that feel forgotten or feel that their actions were for nothing. My son is 22 years old and has personally known six men that have taken their own lives in the past four and a half years. The sixth person was actually just this past weekend. I'd like you to, I would like to introduce you to one of those men. We'll call him Matt. Matt was 32 years old, married, and had three beautiful little girls. In July of 2020, Matt committed suicide after 10 combat tours. I'm attaching a video that his buddy made, and it was sent to a small SF group that knew him, special forces group that knew him. Um, As you will see, these guys are funny, smart, and just like you and your friends, jokesters. I'm also attaching a photo of my son to show you the face value that you would never know the stuff he has seen or done. But I can tell you with 100% certainty, I can tell you with 100% certainty, without giving any details, that you, your loved ones, and everyone in this country is safer because of the things these two men and many others did. Matt lost his battle. My son, he is still fighting his and will forever. To protect the privacy of Matt, my son, and myself, I ask that this email, video, and picture not be shared publicly. However, I also plead with you to not stop thanking servicemen for their service, no matter how awkward you feel, and that you use your platform to encourage others to do the same. Many blessings. Um, Call her, you know, anonymous. So, yeah. What did you think after you read that, Austin? I, uh, I, I, I read it twice. Um, when I saw it or, or, you know, when it was sent to us and, uh, and I got chills. I like teared up a bit because the statistics that she shared with us 
Um, and you know, and then I was like, okay, once again, Craig is always right. And I was like, great. I love to make fun of Craig, but you know, he, he's like, he loves to talk to these people. He loves to pick, you know, their brain about everything that, you know, they've done and, and, and that they're doing. And, uh, like I roll my eyes, you know, when Craig does it, I'm like, Craig, can you stop, you know, bothering them? But, but, and, you know, maybe they love it, you know, because, because you're like a fanboy of it, you know, and, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. And um, we, look, after, like you said, those numbers are actually absolutely insane. And I know that there's a ton of homeless veterans and stuff that we want to like be active in helping or fixing anytime we can. So we have this platform now. I think it's something we're going to look into a little more. Obviously, we're ignorant to it. We would never say we're not. I think definitely it's um, something that we're going to look into. Yeah, and so we will relay whatever happens. So it, it's kind of fun, though, when things come out of these these episodes that we didn't know before. And so I'm glad that they reached out. And next time you see a serviceman or woman Don't in, in the airport. hesitate to say thank you. Yeah, I mean – Look, I, as outgoing as I seem on the show in this podcast, I actually am pretty shy. And that's why I brought it up on the podcast. But, you know, the fact that she said her son had people thanking him in the back of his mind, you know, the back of his brain when he was in missions in Syria is pretty insane. So, you know, suck up your shyness if you feel like it and and thank someone. Um, but, yeah, so that was kind of a recap of what we did um last year i said on maybe on a lighter note um yeah. shout out to austin's college team on making the uh, attorney <laughs> as a number two seed. so so we're going to transition uh into something very very Look, serious i would very very yeah, light well i yeah, would yeah. just say that i would talk about that stuff forever but i want to yeah. do a little bit more research yeah. and talk to this person totally um before we talk about it so that and, was kind of an update and uh and and we totally will because you know craig and i have been talking a lot about about things that we want to get like involved in you know because because we do have a platform and 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 things that like are meaningful and and uh what we can really kind of like sink our teeth into right um something that we can we can really try and you know help people with and 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 we are open to um suggestions and 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 things of that nature but this is one of them for for sure so yeah. not to just like, you know, move on, you know, lightly, but well, we are going we to move on lightly, to. but yeah, anything we can relate to, we can't relate to the <laughs> service stuff, but you know, we maybe hearing the stuff we talk about will help someone. And like we said, you can always email in and always call in. We obviously had permission to repurpose that email, obviously, in the, or even though in the end it's in, you know, keep it to ourselves, but we changed the but, names involved. But we did ask her, yeah. right? And she was like, yeah, please. Yeah, um, hopefully it can, it'll help someone that's listening. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the serious stuff. And Right, uh, right, right. Um, now we're going to transition. We're going to transition. Uh, Craig did just mention, so the NCAA tournament, right? It's all kind of um, the tournament games have wrapped up and now the NCAA tournament's happening. I was congratulations to Alabama because I had the first time in like four years my freaking team we dominate football but we can't do anything else. I'm like, can we not make the damn tournament? But we're trying to do it since fucking. I was. We're trying to like close out something, and Austin's watching the Alabama game on his phone. I thought it was the entire tournament. I was like, no idea. Glued to my phone, and Craig was like, Austin, get us over here. 
I was like, dude, there's like 15 seconds left. And it was such a dramatic ending for Alabama to win the SEC championship. I know that not everyone on here cares about Alabama. That's okay. I'm just saying in general, basketball is happening. So, so happy that COVID. Sorry, I'm burping because I'm drinking this delicious seltzer from our hotel. It's carbonated red wine. It's carbonated red wine. My best friend's country. Yeah. Uh, and um, and it, it just makes me very, very happy that tournaments are going on and like sports are happening. I mean, that's what. It just makes me very, very happy. Especially for the students. I, I mean, that I just can't imagine putting myself in a position where I would lose college years to this stuff or, or you know, college athlete years. So, And weirdly enough, you know, Craig and I have met many, many mothers who kind of, you know, echo that thought, right? Like we've met, you know, moms who are like, oh, you know, my daughter, I want to take like a picture for her. Uh, you know, she goes to university of so-and-so and, you know, she graduated on this year and it's, and it's so sad because she didn't get to go back for, you know, her senior year or she didn't get to see her, she like, you know, roommates. Say bye to her friends. She didn't get to say bye to her Burlington friends. How yeah. sad is that? It's like they literally had their senior year, second semester or full, you know, year online and couldn't Stole even, like, say bye to their friends who they really like. Like, they went back to college to move out. What and do you think you would have done? Oh, Year, Say, I would have taken yeah, a gap year. Taken a gap year, but I mean, unless you have a family that can support you with that, you know, not everyone has a chance. But I think, I think in my position, I would have pleaded with my parents. I think I would have gone to work for my dad's company, and just been like, "Dad, can I do my senior year?" You know, when this is all over, because you know, I didn't need to go right into a job. So. um yeah, I think I would have I would have waited to go back to college until this happened, but I know not everyone had that chance. And I don't know what my parents would have said. Yeah, I mean you know, my parents my parents were great. They let me go to school for an extra semester. I went to school for four and a half years. Oh, you were. See, that was one I of did. my rules. Was I had to do it in four. Yeah, but that was my rule too. But guess what, Craig? <laughs> yeah, sometimes true. shit happens. That's and true. uh it took me four and a half. Thank you, mom and dad. And, you know, I don't know about the gap year. My mom and dad would have been like, no, fuck you. Um, but I would have been so, so bummed. I mean, all I can say is that, thank God, that didn't happen while, while we were in college because my college experience was rad. I know that yours was because Craig never left. <laughs> Craig never left college. He just stayed in the same town. That's true. For me, it made me sad just just like a, like a random you know, little one-off. Like it made me sad. Like I did it my semester abroad in Prague, <clears throat> which bums me out that you didn't do one, Craig, but I know it was just, it was so hard to leave Charleston for a semester. Looking back, I would have done it, but Charleston was such a fun town. Okay. I was like, how could I leave? Okay. Here? Fuck that dude. People said that in Alabama too. And they're like, well, I don't want to miss like a semester. And I was like, where in Alabama? Stop. But like, that's exactly football what season. I was no. thinking. Okay. That's- like you don't leave in the fall unless you're a crazy person. Right. I would have done Australia. I had girlfriends that went to Australia and I've never thought they would come back. Yes. Like, never. So when my I did my did, semester, like, the islands, like I think he went to the Bahamas and like Prague For what? or something. My brother, he did a summer like semester. Okay. His school had summer semesters. Why the hell would he have gone to the Bahamas and then 
Prague. Well, he did like because we did May term. Was it called a semester at sea? No, no May no, term. He, no, he did. That's so random. Yeah, he did May term in the Bahamas, which was like scuba diving and shit, which was okay. cool. I think yeah. he just went to Yacht Week in Croatia. I think, okay. and <laughs> that's different. I, yeah, Craig. okay. He just you and I could do that now. That's yes. not. That's not a semester. Uh, no, wait, no. a semester at but sea sounded cool too. That okay. did sound cool. I really, really can go into like lots of different things here because a semester at sea. I met lots of people that did a semester at sea and they said, <clears throat> how many more times can I say semester at sea? But they said that the thing was, so they visited all these cool, cool countries and, and were, were on like a yacht, right? But they could only have, <clears throat> here's the kicker, Craig, and this is going to kick you in the groin. They could only have like two drinks per evening. Why? It was very strict. Well, yeah, fuck that. Because you're on a boat. And they don't want you to like party, 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 fall off the side. I think I, mean, I don't that know. That makes sense. I don't know. Look, so like, look at you. The semester at sea would have been a commitment. Once but... you were at sea, you could only have that, right? So I talked to people that that were like, "Here's what we would do: we would not drink for like three nights, and then on the third night, we'd have six, you know, drinks in our fridge, and we and, and then that we'd have like just a party." Never happened for us. I know. We just had to get our room service fridges stocked because both of ours are empty. Are empty from and last we've night. We've only been here one night. <laughs> And Fuck. by empty, we mean no, just no, no, the yeah. stuff we wanted yeah. to drink. Like we're, we're not drinking the, the mini bottles. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Wait. I think I would have loved okay. to study abroad. So, t- how was your study? Okay. Abroad? Well, tell us about study abroad, and then tell me what you would have okay. done with COVID. So, this is what I'm saying. So, you saying I didn't want to leave Charleston for a semester? I'm like, bro, you've been there for 14 years. You That's know, true. so it's like, like. W- a semester abroad in Europe, like traveling to a different city every single weekend during college with when friends? you have nothing to do, but like there's no responsibilities if you're traveling abroad. If you're traveling abroad, like all that you're there to do is like pass your classes because mine went back to Alabama as pass fail. Like hallelujah. Okay. And then <laughs> and then we didn't have class on Fridays and we didn't have class until Monday at five. Right. And I went to like a university in Prague and we just like we just we'd leave on Thursday evening go to wherever that we were going to come back on Monday go to any city that you wanted to go so so when I was there uh the the guys that I met went to University of Wisconsin and all of their buddies so it's like a thing in the Midwest in the Southeastern Conference sorry in the Southeast it's not a thing okay people go in the summer they're lightweights they're like yeah let's go for like you know four or five weeks no, my mom was like, you have to go for a semester. Or I'm not paying for it. You know, that's some tough love from Wendy. But um, <clears throat> because she did a year abroad in Geneva. And so she was like, go, 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 go. So I met these guys and all of their friends were in different cities in Europe. So we'd be like, let's go to Barcelona and visit, you know, so-and-so. And then they'd come and visit us in Prague and, and Amsterdam, Prague, Barcelona, the train. London. Yeah, or like, you know, Ryanair for students and stuff is so, so cheap. And so we just visited everyone and they come visit us. And I didn't have any buddies from my college that had went abroad. And I was like, this is the most disappointing thing that I could think of, because why wouldn't you do it? Well, because of what I just said, and it's funny looking back. So anyone right. listening so you or anyone like a crawfish boil yeah, like at dude. University of Alabama on a random I know, spring Saturday. Listen, listen, when you've never been sorry, cool, I'm partying in Amsterdam. Craig. I know when you've never been cool before and you get to college and all of a sudden your social chair of a fraternity and just having like I was at home at College of Charleston. And yes, looking back, I 100 percent wish I studied abroad, but 
I didn't, I mean, I was the first kid to go to college. My parents didn't study abroad. I just didn't know. So you're lucky that you had your mom. What do you mean you're the first kid to go to college? Like, I'm the oldest son. And so. Oh, God, I got it. Yeah. Like, I'm like, are you giving me one of these? Like, I'm the first person in my family to go to college. No, no. My parents were both. Yeah. No. I'm just saying Christopher got to learn from me, like my little brother, and be like, you should definitely do that. Because I knew as soon as I hit my senior year that I should have studied abroad. Yeah. And my younger sister did the same thing. And guess where she went? Where? Prague. Really? The same place? <laughs> Dude. I mean, talk about following in your big brother's footsteps. So I'm sitting, as we talk about this, on the window ledge of Austin's room. I know. And, and Craig is sitting there, and he's, like, playing with, like, you know, the, the curtain rods. He almost looks like I could take, like, a picture, and he wants to write, like, a sad song or listen like to a, a sad song. But the pro- So the only reason I'm able to do this, though, is because... My second brain is shut off when there's like a physical structure in front of me, but I've been like, I have a serious issue with heights now and wondering what if I just jumped out this window, which I know sounds crazy, but like, I don't want to jump out the window. This is something to explore. Yeah, I don't want to talk about this before window, yet or no? But no, we haven't talked about second brain on here. We've not talked about no, second but it was brain. Our psych eval for like the, Dude, the new show we just did. Craig and I are nut jobs because we talk about <laughs> fucking second brain all the time. And it's Wait, a thing, man. Nick, it's a thing. Nick, Nick, have we talked about this yet on a podcast? Second brain? No, you have not. Oh my god. All, all right. right me, we're gonna deep dive. Yeah, let me dive into some second brain shit. Yeah, of course. Okay, okay, okay. Second brain is uh yeah it's the voice in your head okay and and just because you have a voice in your head does not mean that you're crazy right so it's not like a voice in your head that's like hey what if you no 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 no. the voice in your head is real okay and the voice in your head is telling you to do things in like a normal situation okay so you're sitting there you're talking to like you know some some you know older man and woman okay you're talking to your boss let's say, and you're sitting there and, and you're like putting on like a good face and you're like, Oh yeah, no, no, of course, of course. But in the back of your mind, you're like, what if I just bitch slapped him right in the face? You know, what, what would happen? Yeah. Like what if I just punched this motherfucker in the head? Yeah. You know, there's like a baby that's like crawling across the room. And that's like, Austin's Austin's always thinks about punning babies. Stop. Don't say that. Because that's why we're bringing this out is because you don't actually want to do it like because, i don't want to jump out the window we're right now. a normal person of society and you can't do that well, no that's not why do you really want to kick the baby oh, no i don't i don't i don't but you think about it you're like what if but you're it's that, like what if and so i started to have a serious problem with heights like five years ago when austin and i around then i guess we had just met but um we were getting flown to new york and i was on these like you know top floors of these hotels and they had to have balconies and i'm like what if i just launched myself off this balcony what would happen <laughs> <I've done that>. <laughs> <laughs> what if i just like fucking launched myself like what not would even, i think about on the way down like not even if, jumped yeah launch just completely <laughs> launched and so i had to stop going out on the balcony not because i was gonna jump or that i wanted to not but you know what if i fell this, not what if i jumped what if I fucking yeah. launched? No, it would have been a hundred percent just launching off of this balcony. And I remember it happened on this cruise I went on. I was like up and like, if the railing's not above my hip bone, I have a real issue with it because if I can lean into the railing, I'm fine. But if it's too low, I'm like, yeah. What if I just got like, it sounds European pushed and fell off. So second, I didn't know it was called second brain until my friend Matt Faisenfeld. One day 
I like asked him because I saw it in a movie. I was like, dude, when you're at the top of the bridge, are you scared that you're going to get pushed off the bridge or are you scared you're going to jump off the bridge? And he's like, 100% I'm scared I'm going to jump off the bridge. Or, or are you scared you're going to push someone off the bridge? Yeah, or yeah, like Austin's is like pushing people off. And I was like, dude, I always think about jumping. And he was like, that's called second brain. That's not weird. That's just called second brain. And I was oh, like, man, that's a- where you learn what that was. Yeah. And I was like, there's a name for it. And he's Craig like, told me that because I said something to him one time. He was like, yeah, fucking second brain. Duh. It's called second brain. So it's something all that- of you out there. I want to hear your best second brain thoughts and email us, please. Once again, the boys at pillows and beer. Like, if, if this window was open right now, I would be on the other side of the room because I would, I would not be able to not focus on like, what would happen if I just jumped out this fucking window. <laughs> and so like, I'm and like part of you and part of you too is like, I might be fine. Right. But obviously, you know, reality is that you would not be fine. Right. No, you would. Do you yes, think that's you though, by the way, because um, you know, I do. I'm like, I'm like, am I invincible? Because I would jump right. and not. So, and this is like, you guys out there are probably like, these guys are fucking nuts. But I think a lot of you might be like, okay, so I'm not crazy. Like, oh my gosh, I can't for this. wait for the response. And we want to hear your best second brain stories because Austin, to me, is one of the ones like when we're in a room with like a, a baby, like I know he's thinking about kicking it across the room, even though he doesn't want to. I know the voice in his head is like, what would happen if I just punted this kid? <laughs> I just want the reaction of everyone else. Like, what would just happen like, if I just... And I don't know why this happens, but yeah, mine's with heights. Like I'm just like, what in the middle of this party if I just launched off this balcony? And I hate it. And so I don't go out on balconies anymore. I'm so happy you said launched, not just like and tripped and fell and again like we just had to do this psych eval for this new show and we're we were texting each other being like this is oh my god we took the best screenshots ever we we already talked about this i think no uh, we didn't they told us not to yeah well we can't talk about it again but fuck their funny question yeah so anyway you're not crazy uh, if you've had dark thoughts before are you afraid of fire? but like if you act on them then you're crazy but do you do you think that other people find you attractive? Uh, yes. Oh, the psycho. <laughs> Just me, sitting in this window. Give me a good uh, you know, description of what's going on in the street because you are in the window. Um, there's like a bunch of people walking. The city looks alive. It's like, the city's gray, though. There's a dog laying down being drugged on the sidewalk by its owner. Really? Clearly doesn't. Yeah, he's wearing Is it Shep? <laughs> oh, this dog looks scared. Um, just completely fucking unaware of what the dog wants, just what he wants. Just yeah, dragging like, oh, him along. That's definitely what Shep would do. Definitely what Shep has done. Um, yeah, the dog's like, Mom, I don't not want to walk this way anymore. Oh, now he's walking. Okay, he's running now. Um, yeah, born to run. Looks like New York. I wonder how many people look in each other's windows here. Because like, you know, it's Na- so funny. Okay, no, sorry, go. I was gonna say, like, when Natalie moved to Charleston, she leaves her windows open all the time and she's in an apartment building. And I'm like, people are a hundred percent watching us right now. Okay. And, and she's like, that's no, they're not. No this one is cares a great about thing to talk about. I love that thought. Really? I'm like, I'm going to leave my window open and walk around fucking naked. And I hope that someone is looking in, you know, I don't want to see them, but like, you know, it yeah, makes so you, you feel like kind of sexy. You know? I mean, no, no, no. Well, don't say it like that, but yeah. Yeah. Kind of. In like, you know, New York, I do, you know, not in like, you know, my house in Charleston. In like, New York, I do. I'm like, I'm maybe someone will glance in and just see me strutting around, strutting my stuff. But in Charleston, it's different because you, the, like here she was saying that no one gives a fuck because everyone's windows are opening. And I 100% watch. Like I try to see stuff and I've seen stuff out of the hotel. Oh, my before. God. If I lived in New York, I'd have a telescope. No doubt. Yeah. 
See, now this is going to be the episode where people are like, these guys are nuts. But we're yeah. just being honest. That's fine. I would definitely. Let's get Spencer back on. I like to watch. Yeah, Spencer, come back on. So people think. So people think that you're more nuts people. than we are. No, I watch. And that's why I was like. Natalie, would you not have a telescope, too? Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, I would. totally. But if I lived in New York City. But that's why I know I would people. request to live on like the 10th floor. See, or, I would or be above. fine with being watched, but I don't want to be recorded. Because of just like the world we're in now. And like yeah. that's kind of what freaks me out. But I don't mind people watching. But really? the recording for yeah, distance. Yeah. As long as they couldn't record it, I wouldn't care. Nick, do you have second brain or do you not know what we're talking about? I know what you're talking about. And second brain hits mostly, in my opinion, when like you're kind of having like a conversation that like you're just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh no, yeah, sure, sure. And like you're pretending that you know you care and you're like what if I just slap this motherfucker? You know, <laughs> like that's where second brain comes in for me. Okay. And on that note, we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. Growing up, cereal is one of the best parts of being a kid, but I had to give it up because I realized it was so full of sugar and junk that you really shouldn't eat it. And with the new year, we're all trying to eat better, but healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring. Magic spoon has amazing flavors. You love without all the bad stuff. It tastes exactly like regular cereal from your childhood, but it is super nutritious. It's delicious, but super healthy cereal that really brings joy to your mornings or afternoons. Magic Spoon cereal has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO free. So there's a four flavor variety pack that includes cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. Mixing cocoa with peanut butter tastes exactly like a peanut butter cup. If you live in the U.S. or Canada, go to magicspoon.com slash pillows and beer to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code pillows and beer at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. So remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash pillowsandbeer and use the code pillowsandbeer to save $5 off. So thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. COVID spring break is right around the corner, and you know what that means. Spring Break in Your Pants, Manscaped, is here to ensure that the party in your pants never stops. Even Veronica Corningstone wouldn't say no to this pants party. For everyone preparing for a pants party this spring break, I have an exclusive 20% off discount. Use code PILLOWSANDBEER at manscaped.com. I'm huge on self-hygiene, and I think keeping yourself trimmed up is very important. I think it's considerate and courteous to your partner, and I think it makes you look better. So Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game. The perfect package 3.0 kit comes with the essential lawnmower 3.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. This is the best trimmer on the market for those of you in need of a chest or ball shave. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin safe. Technology pioneered by Manscaped. You can also adjust settings to get a length you like, and you can stay on top of it with almost no effort at all. And that's huge, Austin. Honestly, everyone has a different length that they're comfortable with. 
and uh, mine's set at 2.0, but, uh, you know, you can do whatever you'd like. Craig's has said it shaved completely. We all know this. So listen, don't ruin any vibes this spring break or upcoming summer with some peaking pubes coming out of your swimsuit. Gross. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code pillows and beer at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code pillows and beer at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code pillows and beer. Say aloha to your new beautiful balls with Manscaped. All right, guys, we're going to get serious for a second. The last year has been hard on a lot of people, and that's why we're really excited to introduce our show's new sponsor, BetterHelp Online Therapy. A lot of us take care of our bodies, but with how tough 2020 and 2021 have been, we might also want to think more about taking care of our minds. There's a misunderstanding of what therapy is. It can be whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to be sitting around talking about your feelings. When everyone is struggling with something, there's no more shame. You don't have to tell everyone your personal business, but you can talk to a therapist about it privately. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. So join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Pillows and Beer listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash pillows. That's betterhelp.com slash pillows. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash pillows. Welcome back from that commercial break. Before we get back into our wild and crazy and not making sense talks, I want to tell you about something we're doing um, from here on out. We're going to tell you guys about a small business that we really celebrate and vibe with and that we want to support. To celebrate Women's History Month, our very first business that we're going to highlight on our episode, Cost Free, is Unify the Ties. And this is what they're all about. Introducing Unify the Ties, one-of-a-kind wearable art for the vibrantly authentic women's swimwear, activewear, and clothing designed to take you from the beach to the studio or street and everywhere in between. <clears throat> Female-owned fashion brand Unify the Ties was founded by artist Taylor Nassar. Her journey into entrepreneurship started when she turned body image issues into self-expression through art. While creating colorful and vibrant abstract paintings, Taylor had a vision to merge art with functional fashion to design swimwear that empowers women to embrace their individuality while feeling comfortable in their own skin. Each exclusive print is hand-painted by Taylor. Originating as a swimwear brand, Unify the Ties has now expanded to include collections in loungewear, activewear, prints, and face masks, each sustainably intentional and ethically made using a mixture of custom and eco-friendly fabrics. The brand's latest collection continues on their mission to unify for good. Partnering with New York-based nonprofit, the Art Therapy Project, proceeds of each sale will go towards free tele-art therapy services for trauma survivors. And today, they are unifying with us, offering an exclusive deal for pillows and beer listeners. Simply go to unifytheties.com and use code pillowsandbeer to receive 20% off your order. You can also check them out on Instagram at Unify the Ties. Unify the Ties, vibrantly authentic for the bold and fearless. 
Moving on yeah, moving to on. spring in Charleston. Bah, bah, bah. Bah, bah, bah. Spring in Charleston. Spring Boats in are Charleston. back in the water. Boats are back in the water. Babes are... are in bikinis. <laughs> Craig and I are freaking painting six packs on our abs. <laughs> we are living large. When springtime hits, there's this golden time in Charleston. And it's from about uh, St. Patrick's Day on right What'd yeah you say? i mean this is it's usually like april Same 1st Pat- but okay. like one st patrick's sure. day hits it's i mean i saw a lot of our friends were on the beach this weekend yeah st patrick's day is it, it like it's normally every year is like sun is shining and you know and you're like shit like it's back so obviously we're in covid times and we realize that being here in uh you know new york trust me everyone we understand but Charleston is uh, Charleston's a bit more open. <clears throat> Moving yeah, on. No, the city's wide open. We're excited. Come visit Charleston if you feel safe to do so. It is an amazing town, which you know you hear us talk all about it. But when the springtime hits, our, our routines stay the same, but they change a little bit. We go out on the boat. We go out to the beach bars. Um, home team. When that springtime hits, man, that that golf cart is revved up, always charged, ready to roll. It's never bad. Never bad time. We're eating oysters. We're on the, you know, try to be shirtless as much as possible. What are you looking forward to the most now that uh, everyone's getting vaccinated? And, I mean, Charleston's been open for a while anyway, but we can pretty much do whatever we want down there. What's what's your favorite springtime activity? Yeah, what I'm looking forward to the most, springtime activity? Uh, springtime activity, not even just summertime activity. Springtime activity is... Uh, I mean, gosh, it, it's just it's just cruising on the golf cart, Craig. Okay, because what you do when you do that, when you cruise in the golf cart, is that everyone's out. You know, now people are wearing, you know, seventy sun degree dresses, weather stuff, sundresses, white pants. I wear them all year, but whatever. And uh, except when they're stained blue, everyone kind of dresses nice in Charleston. I mean, to an extent, I think it's like that's true. It's acceptable to dress up there. And I really like that. Don't go out and see someone, you know, like we were in Vermont, you're right. And like you could see a college girl from a mile away. They're wearing sweatpants and a, and, and like, yeah, that happens, like, you know, sometimes, but no, people don't just like roll up to the bar wearing like sweatpants and, you know, sweatshirts. No, they dress to impress. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, and uh, so oh, rooftops. Rooftops, because because what happens is that Charleston only goes through like a quick little winter, but that's what's cool about Charleston is that it has four seasons, or maybe you know three, because it really isn't like really isn't like a fall, but um, but so we get out of this like dark month or two, and then when it comes back, then everyone's just alive and rooftops are popping, golf carts are happening. Yeah, it's oysters pretty, are slurped. What's your favorite rooftops? Citrus Club Suite. I have to say Uptown. Well, yeah. Well, Uptown's the best. Uptown's gonna be where you see Austin and I. That's Uptown the party, is like party rooftop. It's the party rooftop. But Citrus Club. Citrus Club is a fancy rooftop. That's where Kristen and Justin were when we picked them up. Yep. It's on top of the Dewberry. Uh, Vendu Inn is my college rooftop. The Watch. Love the See, watch. I've only been there for the like top a, of the restoration. A promo event once. I used to go there. I used to go there. You go there a lot. Yeah, well, I was um, in love one time. <laughs> I used to go um, there. Um, let's see. So 
Okay, we have reached our segment entitled Questions with Craig. Uh, I hope, I'm guessing that all of you find Craig and his habits just as fascinating as I do. <laughs> so, uh, I like, it's so funny because we'll travel somewhere, like, you know, we'll do something and someone's like, where did Craig go? You know, it's like, we got off the airplane the other day and someone's like, where's Craig? And I was like, well, Craig always goes to the bathroom as soon as we get off the plane. He always goes to pee as soon as we get off the plane. And like, I'm kind of weirded out that I know just these like little like idiosyncrasies of Craig. So I think Craig is a fascinating creature and uh, I bet that y'all do too. So I'm going to ask Craig uh, some funny, you know, weekly questions and we're going to continue to do that because Craig is an, is, is an interesting guy. Let's, let's say that. I can accept that. I don't <laughs> That was a nice way. Yeah, that was a nice really way of know. saying that Craig is a creature of of you know habit and sometimes not a creature. Of Definitely a, a a different. Yeah, I'm a weirdo, but um, but hey, you have a good time. If we're hanging out, you're gonna have a nice time. But um, yeah, you never know what you're gonna get with these with these questions. So let's let's shoot. Let's see. Okay, what we're okay. Get this week, these are some funny questions that we got from uh, y'all and questions that I've just kind of you know been thinking about that I'm just gonna throw in there because. Sometimes like, uh, yeah, I don't want them to know which, like which question is from like a fan or, or, or from, you know, one of y'all and which question is, uh, is from me. Cause like, I just kind of want to know some things about Craig that I don't know yet. And I'm like, why do you tick the way that you do? And we'll never know probably, which is why it's going to be great. So, <clears throat> okay. Question one is from one of y'all. And I'm going to say that about every question. He's never going to know when it's my question. Craig, how should a guy DM a girl if he's not famous. I think that you should say, um, God, I'm going to give away my lines, but, uh, yeah, but you're famous. So it's fine. I would say, you know, what's up or like, Hey, start. Oh, stop. <laughs> but then I'd ask like, where's your fun level at? That was always my thing. Like, where's your fun level at? So and, like, um, so make up a girl's name and, be like i'd just be like no i wouldn't say hey christy i think i would just text well see it doesn't work you have to you have to come up with your own thing like if everyone just starts saying where's your fun level at then it becomes the same thing as like hey did you fall from heaven or you know like you have to challenge them so figure out a way to challenge them from what from running through my mind right and so that's silly but if you challenge them or be like you know, do you think you can keep up in like a bar in Charleston or do you like to party? Like something that challenges them of being like, yeah, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I can keep up with you and I'm okay. more fun than you. So I think you challenge them in a way that's not cliche, but I'm not a pickup line guy. So never pick up line. I would just be like, um, maybe like, yeah, you kind of tease them on one of their pictures. Like maybe you forward it to them and be like, you could be having more fun. I don't know. I'm also not a. I don't, I'm not a big slider in the DM. So this. Yeah, is I know. I know, that. but that's still good to know because some people would want to. I know. would say no pickup line, but just say like, "Hey, what's up?" And if they respond, then you're like, "I know, Craig. Craig, but that doesn't. What well, What I'm trying to say here is that that doesn't work for Joe Schmo, <laughs> who has a hundred followers." Well, right, which okay, so how do you how do they slide in here? Who has a private profile? No, no, no. We've been doing that segment have, for okay. me. Have a have an attractive picture on your profile because unfortunately that's what they're gonna look at. 
and don't be private. And don't be private. So be attractive and don't be private. And funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cut that. Um, Craig, <clears throat> what's your go-to and fa- okay? So I think that these are are two different things because God damn it, I can answer all these questions for Craig, which right. is sad. But ask me, and then you answer. Okay, and then what is your go-to cocktail? Okay, and then in my opinion, it it should be dot dot dot. And what is your favorite cocktail? Because go-to and favorite cocktail are two different things. Well, Austin clearly knows my go-to. Yeah, your go-to is Bud Light. Oh no, cocktail! I would say oh, oh, oh. cocktail, but no. But like drink. when I walk into a bar in Charleston, they pour me a double sugar-free Red Bull and Tito's, and a pint glass. Yeah, that's sick. But I would say that's my go-to cocktail. You know what? You like kind of turn into a person. Like you start to turn into the person that you're dating, and like Craig and I, like now that Craig does that, I, I also get that too. That sometimes. and I ever since moving to the Bahamas, they drank so much Jaeger down there that I shoot Jaeger now again after college. I remember Austin visiting me and being like, did you just order Jaeger? And I was like, yeah, you got to get used to it. And now he orders Jaeger. That's true. Okay. So Craig, we said cocktail, not, not, not frat. Well, no, tell him about the perpetual Bud Light, your theory about the perpetual Bud Light. Yeah. So we were in Vermont, obviously, or maybe not, obviously. So we were in Vermont for a month. And, uh, like, me and some other people had this theory about Craig <laughs> that we've never seen him crack a Bud Light. We've just always seen him with a Bud Light in his hand. It's just like this – it's like a never-ending Bud Light. Like, I, I don't see you go to the fridge. I just see a Bud Light in your hand at, at all times. It's <laughs> funny. That's true. So that's that. And then my – do you know my favorite cocktail in Charleston? Your favorite cocktail in Charleston, yeah, it, it it's uh, uh the hot pepper from uh, Oku on the rocks. Except it's called a sugar and spice. Sorry, Oku. Sorry, a sh- a hot pepper, a sugar and spice. It's a habanero infused. It's a passion fruit habanero infused cocktail at Oku and the sugar rim. And he gets it on the rocks. Yeah, and I get it on the rocks. And then Austin likes the hot pepper, which is from Halls. That's true. Which the is hot pepper is from Halls. Yeah, so sugar and spice. Um, but yeah, I'd say my go-to cocktail, like if I, I mean, towards the end of this, these two weeks that we were filming, uh, we went to the store and got some like sugar-free Red Bulls and we're like, all right, we're turning it up. So sugar-free Red Bull, vodka, and sugar and spice. Okay, so, Craig, this is a good one. This is a really good one. What movie would you want to be living in? Okay, so like, you know, like, wouldn't no? I'm not gonna even explain that. Just what, what movie, movie would, movie I would like you to want to live in? I mean, obviously, my my instinct was to go to a war movie because. You know, I'm obsessed with special forces. You want to live in a war no, movie? No, but I don't want to live in the war movie. I just would want to play in the war movie. So where I would like to live is... I'm so excited for this. Well, okay. I'll just... I'll walk you through where my brain was going. What's the movie that walk, run, jog. with um, Rebel Wilson and the guy from Workaholics? The rom-com. Rebel Wilson and uh, Andy Devine. Yeah. 
And remember, she lived in the fantasy world of a rom-com. No, no, that's not his name. Andy. That's his Instagram name. It's Andy Bovine. His name is. I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, isn't it romantic or something? Yeah, like isn't that? it romantic? Is hold on, hold on. I'll Google. Is what my brain oh, went to. You. Um, I mean, like Mighty Ducks would be cool. Wow. What movie I want to live inside of? Is it, wait, is it called Isn't It Romantic? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's where I want to live. Is it inside it? No, it is. It? Yeah, it's called Isn't It Romantic. Yeah. Okay. So, 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 like, it's constantly a rom com. It's yes. constantly yes. a rom com. Everything that. that happens, it's like birds come inside to help you, like, you know, dress dressed, and, yeah. and, like, you come out of the shower and your hair is, like, already done. I think you it's know? I think it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I actually remember seeing that and being like, and like they break up, they break into the ice cream store and just leave money on the counter and it's like no big deal. I think that would be, would be mine. Okay. That's actually a great answer. Either that or Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> it's the complete, <laughs> okay. complete opposite. But yeah. yes, either Wolf of Wall Street where we're just like raging and making millions or isn't it? Or is it romantic where you know money doesn't matter, right? You know, obviously, yes. because you're in a rom com 24 7. Okay, um, all right, Craig, what's the coolest place you've ever been to? The coolest place I've ever been to is Corsica, the country of Corsica. You didn't even hesitate, no, that that will. I never had an answer to that question until I went to Corsica. It was my first helicopter ride, it was the like the, the cattle graze on rosemary and thyme like that's what their grass is so yeah my entire experience in corsica will always be my my favorite place i've ever been do you have a favorite place in charleston a favorite place in charleston like the coolest place you've been in charleston have you ever been down on the washout like all the way down to the lighthouse yeah, of course that's a cool place that's probably the coolest place i've been in charleston the washout like all the way down though to the lighthouse where they filmed like that scene in in Outer Banks where he pulled the gun when what was his name? Rav. Oh, wait, wait. That's where that scene was filmed. Oh, oh, where Rob is it Johnny? No. Uh, uh JJ. JJ. Yeah, JJ, JJ pulls, pulls the gun on the on the who's it, Pogues versus who? Kooks. Kooks. He pulls the gun on the Kooks. Hopefully the season two comes out soon. Over under how many of them are going to bang my ex-girlfriend. Okay. Anyways, zero. Um, moving on Craig. Okay. So I don't know what questions are coming. All right. Um, Craig, what is your guilty pleasure? Guilty pleasure. I think baseline, it's going out to eat. I love going out to eat. That would be a baseline and drinking wine and cheese. Well, my comfort zone right now is sitting in front of my fire in Charleston and eating cheese and drinking wine. Um, but my guilty pleasure would probably be spending money on something. Um <laughs> Spending money is kind of like a turn on. Yeah. Spending money is is a guilty pleasure. Uh, what I mean, I don't know. You know me well. Just say that. 
That's funny. Just leave it there. I think spending money is my guilty pleasure. <laughs> I just really like spending money. <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure And I sometimes. do it a lot for no reason. Like other night at dinner. I can confirm. <laughs> Craig likes to haphazardly spend his money. And I'm like, why'd you do that? And he's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I like to share. Like, I like to buy stuff for people and just spend money. Okay. Hey, that's a suitable answer. And I like that, you know, rather than some bullshit. That's amazing. Okay. So you'd like to spend money, Craig. So what's the first thing you would buy when you win the lottery? I would, and this is why I can't think about this shit because it just pisses me off. That you can't buy it in Airstream? Uh, No, I would get a giant, giant boat and with a helicopter pad and I would fly like my 10 best friends or 20 best friends out to the boat and play spin the globe. And we would just spin the globe and just travel around the world on this giant yacht and party with your best friends and like go experience like every culture. I mean, that's what, that's like my ultimate dream. That's my honeymoon dream is that my honeymoon, I think will be a week with my spouse on a giant yacht. Well, this is my dream honeymoon. So, like, you have all the planning, you have the big party with your friends, like, at the wedding, and then you spend a week with your spouse on the boat, and then the second week, all of your friends fly out, your best friends, and you get to party with all your friends. You've actually told me this. Yeah, I'm more of, like, an inner, like, I'm a group setting person, so, um, you know, I think we have quality time at night and stuff, but I like to vacation with friends, so. Okay, so my last question my last question on this because we got to save some for next yeah, week. We got to save some time. I know. Yeah, yeah, but you know we're asking anyways. Okay, so you've said, uh, you know, many things, um, and it's impossible to say so without you know, the situation being like, you know, every girl. <clears throat> anyways, uh, what is your perfect proposal in your mind? Well, it used all right. So it's on a glacier. Um, somewhere by ourselves. That's where I'm going to propose. On a glacier. You know what? That's amazing. <laughs> Just fucking leave it there, please. On I, I hope a meme gets made of you on some random glacier in Antarctica. Except now, like, I'm going to take proposing. the girl out on the glacier and she's going to be like, he's fucking proposing to me. But it's like, oh, no, this is just like the first time. When do you take a girl on a glacier? I've never been on a glacier, exactly. but I, yeah, I think a glacier, I'm going to propose on a glacier is my Can perfect. please make just like, just like a two inch tall version of Craig and some girl on top of a glacier. Him, him on a knee, and they're like, somewhere in Antarctica, Craig's proposing to Craig. <laughs> okay. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. is a peek into Craig Conover's mind. I don't know why that he fascinates me so much, but I, I have no doubt that he does the same to all of y'all. So we're going to make that uh, a weekly thing because oh, you... Yeah. You, Craig, are you, you, you beautiful bastard. Um, that that's amazing. So, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to uh, Pillows and Beer this week. Uh, we will be we will be back and stronger than ever with guests and funny things to talk about as we do because it never stops. Every time we think that it is going to stop, we're like, wait, and and it just happens. So, thank you so much. 
and uh, we will see you soon. And next week, our great friend Jordan Andino will be joining us. He's a um, a personality chef on the Food Network. He has a couple of restaurants in New York City. And I can't wait to be asked more questions by Austin because I like sharing some of these layers to my onion. But, um, yeah, most people don't seem to uh, usually care. Anyway, <laughs> from me and Austin at Pillows and Beer, we'll see you next week with Jordan Andino. And uh, keep on keeping on. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.